It's the rendezvous with Simon Marcel. Bonjour et bonsoir. Good evening. I'm Simon Marcel. Welcome to my show, The Rendezvous. So I want to start with that quote. I don't remember where I found it, but I think you'll like it. So take a listen. It said, A relationship without trust is like a car without gas. You can stain it all you want, but it won't go anywhere. And I so believe that's true. And I'm going to repeat it one more time. A relationship without trust is like a car without gas. You can stay in it all you want, but you won't go anywhere. And I've said it over and over. Without trust, the tree of love is not going to grow in a healthy way. It's not going to grow at all. So I relate to that. So that's my little first quote to open the show. You have a question about your relationship? Just call me, please. 855-905-8255. Something is bothering you in your relationship. You really don't know what to do anymore. Call me. 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Sonia. Bonjour, Simon. What is going on? Well, thank you. Mm-hmm. My fiancé and I have been together for five years now, and we lived together for two of those years. And one thing that keeps coming up in our relationship, no matter how many times we try to work around it, is how we, I like a clean house and he is an artist and his stuff is always everywhere. And I've tried to level with it from his perspective of just being in his artist and creative flow and different creative projects everywhere. And, but it's just difficult and I feel really disrespected and can't seem to fix it. Mm -hmm. Uh, He's always been like that. Yes. He's actually gotten a little bit better. When we first started dating, it was just, it was more dirty. Now it's just, (laughs) now it's kind of slobby. You know, the difference between a dirty house and a slobby house. Absolutely. Uh, Um, Yeah. (laughs) What does he say? So if you say, honey, I've told you before, I feel disrespected by creating such a mess when I clean up behind you. What does he say? It depends on his mood, but most of the time he gets really triggered and he just goes to the fact that he has so much on his plate. And to function as an artist, for me, I have to have a zen house. But I also have a lot of things on my plate. So if I'm cleaning after the both of us, that's, you know, a fourth of my day cleaning up the house because we both work from home. So I see. I see. (laughs) So so how big is the home? We have a three bedroom. It's two stories. All right, so three bedrooms, so which means each of you has your own room to work in, right? Like you have each of you a space to Yeah, be... yeah, we both have a little office area. Okay, so how about we make the compromise? Would that work with you that he can mess up all his space? You won't clean afterwards, it's just, but he has to close the door. And in the rest of the home, he cannot. In, and what in... would you say about common areas like the kitchen? Like him leaving his coffee, everything out is just all over the counter. I would say, do you want him to do, I don't know, more in the garden? Do, is there something in the house that you would like to trade? You pick up after the kitchen, after him, but he's got to do something for you. Is it like grocery shopping? Is it cutting the grass? Is there anything you would want him to do in the trade? Hmm, maybe washing my car once a week or something like I that. I like that. Okay. So the idea is you come with a trade proposal, right? You say, okay. I'll pick up after you in the kitchen. You clean my car every week. Uh, you have your space to put the mess. My space, don't ever touch it. And then the common area like has that. to stay clean. And so I think that to keep couple together, the word compromise is a great word. Compromise, okay? Mm, that's so true. I hope that works for you, Sonia. Thank you so much for your call. Keep me posted and have a good night. Will do. Thank you, Simon.
Compromise. What's the biggest compromise you ever had to make in a relationship? Let's talk about that next. What is the biggest compromise you've ever had to make in a relationship? Think about it. The biggest one, the one that was the hardest to make. So let me give you a couple examples. There's some people, just like my last caller, Sonia goes, you know, ah, my fiancé is so messy. And then we talked about a compromise where he can leave stuff in the kitchen, but he has to wash a car. That's a compromise. There's some people who say, you know, um, sometimes I agree to not sleep in the same bed because... I snore and my partner doesn't want to hear that. That's a big compromise. But compromise is almost a solution to any problem in a relationship. It's peace towards war. War is breaking up, fighting, yelling. Compromise is putting down on a piece of paper what we can trade for each making an effort so we stay together. I love compromise. And I'm going to tell you something. I have uh, failed many relationships because of lack of compromise. And I'm going to share an example where I should have compromised and I did not, and I still regret it. So my story and my mistake, it's coming up next. So I just ask you, what's the biggest compromise you ever had to do in a relationship? And I tell you that because I have made many mistakes. And by the way, that's one of the reasons I do this show. So you don't do like me, you do better than me. That's the point of this based on all the long mistakes. So anyway, I, you know, I used to be very stubborn. Maybe I still is. And years, years ago, I was with a lovely woman, very charming, in, back in France. And uh, she had the fear of heights. And me, being the jerk that I was, I loved flying to the south of France because it's just 45 minutes from Paris. And she couldn't fly. And so, shame on me, so I, I, I uh, refused to compromise and take the high-speed train. I said, no, come on, let's fly. And the poor girlfriend I had, she did come on the uh, plane with me and got sick for the 45 minutes. And then she broke up with me after that weekend, which I deserved. And I said to myself, stupid me, I should have compromised, take the, the fast train. What a jerk I was. Don't do like me, compromise. You call that next on The Rendezvous. 855-905-8255. Any question about your relationship, I'm here. Jolene, bonjour. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour. So, what is going on with you tonight? I've been seeing this guy now for about three months, and I want to be exclusive with him. We uh-huh. we met online. We met on the online dating website. Okay. And so I know he still has a profile up because I've looked, but I want to be exclusive. So I, I don't know how to tell him that and get him to... Stopping online dating. So, the fact that you've met online doesn't—I mean—doesn't make much difference, except he's still on the on the dating app. That's what you mean? Yeah, I, I saw that. I checked the other day, and his profile's still up. I, I don't know if he goes on it or it's just sitting there. Okay, um, you know this guy. I don't know him. Do you think he's ready for the talk, the the, the DTR, the find the relationship? Do you think he's he's ready for that talk or not? I think so. Okay. All right. Another question. Have you met some of his friends yet? I've met one of his friends. Have you met any of his family members? No. Okay. So here's what I would like you to do. I would like you to uh, remember after a good meal, because men are usually very grumpy when they're hungry, including me. So you wait for your man to be well fed. You've got to feed the beast. And then you say to him, you know, I think I'm ready to be exclusive. Just like that. And okay. then you watch his reaction. 
if he's looking forward to it, he's going to say, oh, yeah, me too, absolutely. I'm so happy you, you said that. If he says, um, I don't know, that means he's not ready. You don't bring up the fact that you've seen on the dating application that he's still on it. You don't mention any of that. You're not snooping on him. He doesn't need to know this. But you have 100% right to ask him what you want. You want to be exclusive. And then if he says yes, Jolene, then you say, well, uh, that includes, of course, us being out of you know any dating applications, you know, ASAP. Do you think you can? I think you could do that. All right. Listen, it's a simple thing with this talk. It's like all or nothing. When he speaks, look at his face, look at his eyes, look at his body, look at how he's going to answer. Are you ready to be exclusive? Okay? Okay. Good luck to you, Jolene. I hope he says yes. All right. Thank you, Simon. You're welcome and have a good night. Bye-bye. You know, the question is, what are the signs that it's time to have the DTR, the Define the Relationship Talk. I'm going to tell you these signs next. Stay with me. Have you ever started a relationship and asked yourself that question? What are the signs that I am or my partner is ready to have the DTR, Define the Relationship Talk, the exclusive talk, right? So here are the signs that I remember and can gather. I think that the first one is you are happy in the relationship and ready to not date anymore. That, that's a huge sign, right? Happy with your partner. The second thing is, in your mind, when you talk about this new person, you talk about like it's yours, like you, you feel like a, an investment that it's your partner, it's your boyfriend or girlfriend. It's just you feel you want to say it to the world. You want to make plans together. You want to talk about the future. But until you've had the DTR, I don't think you should. So those are the signs. Now, the timing when do we know for sure it's the right time to talk about it? Let's talk about that next. So say you've started a relationship a couple of months ago, you're happy, you know, you guys met online or whatever, and you never had a DTR to define the relationship. You feel good about it, but you don't know, should I talk about it now or not? So why now? And there is one way to know. It's that your partner starts to also make little plans about the future next week, next weekend, two weeks from now. Great sign that he or she is ready to talk about it. This is the idea. Once you hear you and your partner making little plans for the future and introducing also each other to some friends, this is the beginning of something wonderful. And with those two signs, you guys, this is time to have the talk. So just remember those two things and then have this wonderful talk and be exclusive which is the rock for a very solid relationship. And that's what I wish for you. If you have any questions about that or something else, 855-905-8255. You've wanted to share a love story for a long time. Now is the time. 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Luna. Bonjour, Simon. So I know you wanted to share a love story. Tell me what happened. Okay, so... um this is about um, how my now husband um, pursued me. Um, so I was working at a spice store selling spices, and I had just broken up with my ex, and I was um, I didn't want to date anyone anymore. I was done with dating, and um, my now husband walks in, and we start talking, and I, I just thought... He was actually with his sister. I thought they were a couple, and I was just trying to do my job and sell them spices. But we got to talking and hitting it off, and 
he told me that he was a musician and mm-hmm. he gave me his business card and he uh, he got my number as well and he had texted me but I thought I don't want to give this guy the wrong idea you know um, we just met and and I just got over my ex and everything so but I started listening to his music um, mm-hmm. on his website just to check it out. And it became sort of my morning routine that I would listen to his music while I was getting ready. And the more I listened to it, the more I found myself wanting to see him again. And so finally, I just woke up a month later and I thought, I have got to text him. And sure enough, I texted him. I said, do you remember me? And he's like, of course I remember you. Let's hang out. So we got together. We started hanging out. But again, I said, you know, I think I just want to be friends. I don't think I'm ready for anything else. Uh-huh. And he told me, anyone will be lucky to have a friend like you. Let's hang out again tomorrow. And I thought, great, what guy reacts like that? That's great. And he <laughs> told me later that he had written in a journal, I don't care what this girl wants to call this. I love this girl and I'm going to marry this girl. And he knew Ooh. instantly that I was the one for him. And sure enough, after a few friendship hangouts, we started dating and now we're married and the rest is history. I love that. Listen, you know, you, first of all, congratulations. And I love that story. The second is, of course, any guy you start hanging out, say, you, you say, I'm just going to be friends. If he likes you, he's going to say that. It's okay. I love that. And that's for all of us to remember sometimes to be patient and give some time and space for the friendship first before we become romantic. So it's a, it's a good lesson also. Thank you. Thank you so much for sharing that story, Luna. I appreciate it. And congratulations to both of you. Thank you so much. Changing gears because I got somebody in a relationship who has a money problem with their partner. And I'm going to help them next. You're listening to The Rendezvous and then you have a question for me, but you can't call in or the lines are busy. What do you do? Just send me a message. You can send me a Facebook message at The Rendezvous Show. Trisha, what is going on with Stephanie? Stephanie says, bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Stephanie. I lent my boyfriend $600 in September to fix his car and he's made no attempt to pay it back, even though I see him spending money on other things. And when I ask him about it, he just asks me why I'm so money hungry. I don't want this to become a bigger problem, so what should I do? That's a good question. If you lend money to your partner and they don't seem like they want to pay you back, what should you do? I'm going to tell you that next. So what should you do if uh, you're in a relationship, you lent your boyfriend 600 bucks back in September to fix his car, and your partner makes no attempt to pay back, and you have seen him spend money on other things. And when you ask him about it, he goes, why are you so money hungry? What should you do about this? Stephanie, I would take it very badly if I heard such a disrespectful answer. And I think that really you have to take distance. And if you don't live with him, not see him for a while. Because I would not continue to date somebody who treats you with so much disrespect. When we loan some money, and the person is disrespectful or condescending or telling you you're money hungry when you have the kindness to loan him the 600 bucks, which is a lot of money. I'm, I'm pretty upset at him, Stephanie. So I think you should just not see him anymore until he brings the cash at least ASAP because that's totally unacceptable and it takes you for granted. So sorry to be hard on like this, but I just don't take it lightly. If you have a questions like Stephanie and you want to call me, 855-905-8255. If you have a question for me, 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Lynn. Bonjour, Simon. 
Bonjour, Lynn. So, what is going on? How can I help you tonight? Yeah, I have um, a question about... It's weird. So, recently, when I saw my boyfriend undressed, mm -hmm. he was walking, like, away from uh, me. And so I saw him from behind. And he had all these, like, bruises on the backs of his thighs. Hmm. And I asked him what they were, and he was just like, I have no idea. I didn't know I had any, and maybe, you know, I walked into something. I was like, they're on the backs of your thighs. Like, how how would that have happened from walking into something? He's like, I don't know. I have no idea. I didn't know I had them. And hmm. just, I don't know. He didn't really say much about it. And I'm like, it just seems weird. Like, how would you get that? Am I crazy for wondering if that could have happened, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Do you think it's obvious it's coming from some ulala, or do you think it could be a physical accident, working out, playing football? Because you saw it, I didn't. So I'm going through what you know and what you've seen. What do you think it's yeah. really from? See, it's just weird. It was like a weird, it was on both legs, only on the backs of them. I think it could have come from ulala, and I was out of town for a week, so it wasn't me. <laughs> so, okay. Let's go one step deeper. In your intuition, because women intuition never lies. Mm -hmm. In your intuition, do you think that's the case? I kind of feel like it's not, just because there's no, there's never been any other reason for me to think that would be a thing. It's just weird, and he couldn't explain them. And like I said, I was out of town for a week, so it's okay. troubling. So, but if your intuition doesn't ring like a red flag, I'll trust your intuition over any other facts because a woman intuition never, never lies. So why don't we do this? Why don't we give him one chance? So if that happens again, uh, something is off with your intuition. <laughs> but, yeah. but I hope not. So we can, maybe it was a sport thing. Maybe I don't know. I haven't seen it. But if you tell me that in your intuition, he's not seeing anybody else or had ulala with anybody else, then I got to trust your intuition. And okay. Just keep an eye open for it. If it happens again, it's busted. Yeah. But I'm going to hope it never happens again. It was just some, you know, mad sports incident or something like this. I I, I can't explain it, but we'll go from there. Okay? Okay. All right. All right. Lynn, good luck to you. Thank you so much for calling and, and have a good night. All right. Thank you. Let's finish by a key question for you. If you date, ghost on you for a few days, then start texting you again like nothing happened. Should you give them another chance or no? And that is coming up next on The Rendezvous. Key question for you. If you date ghost on you for a few days, then start texting you again like nothing happened. Should you give them another chance or no? So I actually posted that very question, and thanks for voting massively to my poll at Rendezvous Radio, and, and wanted to know what you thought. And it's interesting. 67% of you said, bye, no other chance if somebody ghosts on me for a few days. 33% of you said, no, I'll give them another chance, even if they ghosted on me for a few days. I'm more easy breezy. And I um, say bye. <laughs> I just, I don't like the ghosting with the texting and just we communicate and then you disappear. I just, it's not my thing. Once you break the rhythm, well... My link to you is kind of broken and I move on. That's just me. Anyway, thank you so much for listening to the show. Thank you for spending your evening here on The Rendezvous. Merci beaucoup and have a good night. The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.